0: i'm late i'm back and i'm black still black still black but greetings to all who listen to this bi-weekly she said bi-weekly but she laid as fuck on this week's episode podcast my apologies for the tardiness of this episode but i have 100% faith in y'all that y'all going to be all right. So with that being said, um, yeah, you know, I move on my own time with things. And I attempted to hold myself accountable last week and do the episode like the material was there. But my spirit wasn't in it, you know, and when my spirit ain't with something, I just I don't move on it. Because if it's not in alignment with my brand and by my brand, I mean who the fuck I am, then I'm just not gonna act on it. So I'm giving you excuses, but I am apologizing. So my apologies, but it's been a lot going on. So let's talk about that. I kind of feel like I've been trying to make sense of the stress in my personal life. whilst also making sense of this war happening in Ukraine right now, but also being super inspired by the genius documentary like... It has been an emotional roller coaster for me. So basically it's been a Tuesday. But like yeah, I I got to I got to get in control of wanting to be in control. Like personally, I got to take this pressure off myself. It is just unrealistic. It's too much. Pressure pressure don't bust pipes. I mean it do. I hear you Jay, but not in this situation. Pressure builds anxiety. So it's it's got to go because like I'm fully aware that I cannot control everything, nor do I want to. I mean, I want to tweak it a bit, but I don't want to control it because that just who wants all that control. No, thank you. Adulting is hard enough, but sometimes I wish I had a low bar and low expectations of myself. Mm -hmm. Yep, because I feel like and I'm not judging people who have low expectations of themselves. But I feel like those people are genuinely okay with being complacent. And then I snap out of it because, ew, that's gross to me. Being complacent and just living a dull, boring, wasting this gift of life is just not in my DNA. Like, I'm the best. I'm fucking amazing, you know? Then I hype myself up and I'm like... All that's true. But these goals, why you ain't met them yet? <laughs> so it's just like a never ending cycle. But the the I'm getting off the bus. I'm getting off the merry go round of this pressure because I don't need it. I don't want it. There's other things to focus on. OK, so Ukraine. I have my thoughts. Now, maybe unpopular. Well, I don't think they're unpopular thoughts, but they're just real thoughts about what's happening in Ukraine right now. Now, on one hand, I definitely sympathize with the people of Ukraine and I am against the war. I'm also against wars everywhere because innocent people die and, you know, yeah, war is bad. But Ukraine is the it girl right now. So let's discuss Ukraine. Now, I sympathize with the people in Ukraine people should not be dying. It's bad. All of that. But on the other hand, when I see and hear stories of Africans basically trapped in Ukraine because of racism, where we don't see color unless you're black. Yeah. Good old fashioned racism. Like, come on. We are in, well, not we, well, kind of we when you think about it but ukraine is literally in a war and racism is still showing up like oh bitch it's just a regular day to me shit i don't give a damn about a war y'all niggas get in the back now i'm going to assume ukraine as a whole isn't some racist ass country just like americans like to assume that slavery was so long ago and racism no longer exists here (laughs) yeah and Tupac and Biggie were in the bar having drinks last night yeah okay wake the fuck up so anywho I am going to not be biased I'm going to assume that Ukraine is not a completely racist country and that there are some decent human beings over there assuming all of that it is still very disheartening to see and hear the stories being told by people who look like me but not being reported on because they can't get on the trains. They can't get past the Polish border because the border patrol um, isn't taking them because they're less desirable. And if you let these journalists tell it, they're less desirable. And I don't even think they said it directly. It was the, they were so indirect in talking about Ukrainian refugees. It was It was just so gross and so, so blatantly racist. It was indirect, but also blatantly racist at the same time. And I just like, and y'all motherfuckers call yourselves journalists. Y'all think that this is the news source that I'm supposed to look at and believe that they're reporting the facts when they talk about, oh my God. So basically they were calling the Ukrainian refugees like, oh, well, you know, They're Christian. They're educated. These are blonde hair, blue eyed people. They're white, basically. So that makes them different from people of color and Africans who are trying to escape war as well. Like you can literally search this. You can go to Google and search racist, uh, racist journalists in Ukraine or whatnot. Some some words to that extent. Because now it is being reported on because they got called out on that shit by like all the big the big time shows like Trevor Noah's show and I think Bill did too. But anywho, they got called out on it. So now they like, oh yeah, this they're being racist over there. No shit, Sherlock. Motherfuckers wake up racist every day globally. It's exhausting. But I've said that before. You know, I don't really get into politics because I I like to deal with the facts and I don't want to be saying dumb shit or sounding dumb but I'm confident in saying that right is right and wrong is wrong and Poland is trash for how they treated The Africans and the Afghans, because it's like everybody wants to praise Poland for their selective ass humanitarianism for how they're helping the Ukrainian refugees. And they should be helping them, but they should have helped the Afghan refugees, too. They should have helped the Africans. But no, (laughs) no, 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 no. You don't have the complexion for the protection. So that deems you a threat. You're not welcome here. It's just no. I, I, I can do without the media and their praise for this selective ads humanitarianism because that's what it is humanitarianism that is a long word imagine that in a spelling bee i would definitely lose but um in america america girl you you can't really talk because i cannot get the images the actual images you can search this online if you haven't seen of the haitian refugees Being chased at the border by our border patrol who were on fucking horses and had whips. Like, what the fuck? Did they just, like, go down to the old town road and was like, let me get my best fucking slavery props and shit? Like, what the fuck? But you know what? Knowing white people in Texas, they have that shit ready to go anyway, so... Or wherever they was. I feel like they were in Texas. I don't know. Either way, those images were. Yeah, those images. Those images were haunting. So did y'all watch the Genius documentary? Because baby, it was chef's kiss. It was good. It was good, good. It was your done good, girl. It was good. Genius, J-E-E-N-Y-U-H-S on Netflix. Go stream it right now. Now, I was spelling that for anyone who didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> but Genius, um, it's Kanye West documentary. It's a docu-series. It's three episodes. I think they're like maybe an hour and a half each, maybe two hours. I don't know. I binged that shit. I binged that shit and I was like, damn this is some good stuff. It was really good. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm, I really don't feel like I'm exaggerating. And I say that because I love documentaries. So I feel like I'm the right person to give an honest critique on this documentary. And I would also like to say this now, and I'm calling bullshit if it doesn't happen, but Cootie, Get that man his Oscar nomination and give him his flowers now. Because yes, the documentary is on Kanye, but Cootie is the man behind the camera, the man who believed and listen, get that man his flowers, because he he did he did that. That man did that. And I have nothing but respect for his craft. Like I'm calling it Oscar nomination. So yeah, I love documentaries. And this one It really exceeded my expectations, to be honest. Because, like, I really didn't have a whole lot of expectations for it. I'm just like, well, you know, it's Kanye West. And Kanye, Kanye can be problematic. Kanye has his flaws. But Kanye is an interesting motherfucker to observe. But I still wasn't, like, in a rush to watch it. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? It's Kanye West. So I'm going to watch it. I have nothing else to do. And if it's good, I'll continue. If it's not, maybe I'll drag it. (laughs) But it's like, it was so good, like, in the first, I don't know, maybe first 30 minutes. I don't know. I couldn't really, I didn't know it was going to be so good until I finished the first episode. And I was like, damn, this is some good shit. So, It was great. It was a great documentary, like, so inspiring, and I feel like a documentary, not not every documentary is going to be inspiring, but if that was their goal to inspire, then I think they exceeded that goal, and I know me as a creative, like, it, it really just resonated with me on so many different levels, like, watching this man believe in himself, and literally manifest all his dreams and goals into reality. Like, you literally watched where he started to where he is now. Thanks to Cootie, who believed in that man and recorded him from day one. Like, that's like, when when artists and creatives be like, support me, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of genuine support that motherfuckers want. They want somebody that's going to ride with them from day one, you know what I'm saying? Like they riding with them, they believe in them. They see the they see the star power way before anybody else. That's the type of shit them that mo- That's the type of support the motherfuckers want. Financial support is cool. It is. It's great. It's great. Hitting my cash up, up anytime you want. But that genuine support like that, that shit that lasts. It goes on forever and ever. Anywho, I'm rambling. But the documentary was great. It was inspiring. I know creatives like myself really, it fed us. But I also know people who aren't necessarily creatives probably didn't really, I know know some people who didn't really fuck with it like that. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But like my creative friends, we was like, oh my God, that shit was amazing. So that's that. All right. So story time real quick before I sign off. Now, y'all know I'm a Scorpio, I'm a water sign, y'all know I dream all the fucking time because I'm magical like a fucking unicorn, I am a unicorn because I haven't had COVID, so to God be the glory for that, but anywho, so I had a dream the other night, sometime this week, can't remember, I was on my way to a Beyonce concert with a friend of mine, and we were running extremely late, like so late that I that we had missed some of the concert. And honestly, that should have been a trigger for me in the dream to know that, hey, girl, you're cool. This is just a dream. Don't freak out. Because ain't no way in hell I'm missing any of Beyonce ever. I will leave you and go by myself. Anywho, so I'm getting ready for the concert. Now I go into the bathroom and when I look in the mirror, I am terrified. And why is that, Bridget? Well, the person looking back at me had brown hair in this slicked up high bun like I was probably on the Jersey Shore or something like that. I don't know. Like the the style, it wasn't me. That's all I can say. The style wasn't me at all. The girl didn't have no style. Porcelain white skin. A big pointed nose and I ain't dragging nobody nose but like a lot of girls black white a lot of people don't like their nose I'm actually a big fan of my nose I think it's the perfect shape and size so when I saw this white lady looking back at me with that big pointed nose bitch I had a whole damn panic attack in the dream and woke up and if you're not following me Bridget wasn't anywhere to be found okay like I was white (laughs) I had transformed into a white lady at some point in this dream like on some Lovecraft country type shit but see she wanted to do that shit I was not asking to be this white lady I was like where where the fuck did my face go where is my beautiful brown skin like I was porcelain white y'all it was terrifying you know, that 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 low key might even been a nightmare because once I realized that I was not looking at myself in the mirror, like I was looking, my spirit was there. But that face, oh, that was not me at all. That face and that body did not belong to Bridget. I don't know that girl. To be honest, I don't know who this girl is. Sorry to this girl. In honor of Women's History Month, I do want to remind you of something that the Honorable Ruth Bader Ginsburg said and that remains true and valid to this day. Women belong in all places where decisions are being made. And to that I say, I know that's right. Well, all right, people. I'm signing off. Keep thriving out here. Keep loving yourself and, um... I'll talk to y'all in like a week and a half or something. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to do better.